Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you were preparing for Ohio State, how much did you focus on Caleb Wesson? Well, we were worried about him in the low post. You know, he's a monster down there. You know, I thought we did a good job trying to get around him. He's hard to get around, but there was never one time that he got called for backing in. So, you know, it's usually there's one of those, but there wasn't. And, you know, our guys were just trying to get around him. He's a, a tough guy to get around. I thought overall we did a good job on him, but, uh, you know, the foul line just killed us. You know, he had 35 free throws. There's a reason we play zone, and, and at the end of the year we're usually plus 150 to 200 free throw line. It didn't work out too well tonight for us. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Q's Militia. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. And as always, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. Syracuse hands Ohio State their first loss of the season, uh, overcoming an awful officiating crew in Jim Beheim and Jimmy Beheim and Cornell coming to the Dome Saturday night at 8 p.m. And we'll give you the preview for that game. But first, uh, if you're watching football and you enjoy watching football, just imagine if uh, you had some some skin in the game, you guys. Uh, you've been hearing me talk about my bookie for weeks and months, possibly, uh, and some of you are still sitting on the sidelines. Whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy or gal that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like uh, playing numbers on roulette, you can create a big parlay. Pick three teams to win. If all three win, you could turn 100 bucks into $600. Uh, there's tons to bet on there. College basketball, football, NBA, NHL, custom props, even eSports. You name it, it's on there. My bookie is the one bet I know you'll be happy with all year. I recommend these guys because I trust them. My bookie has been in business for years. They've got great online reviews and their mobile site is easy to use. Sign up this week and my bookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also, make sure to follow at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They personally respond to every mention in DM. Not to mention, uh, they've given away more than $10,000 in free money to their followers this football season. You'll be the first to know as soon as new odds are posted or props are posted. Uh, log on to MyBookie right now and use a promo code QS25 and get that 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code QS25. You play, you win, you get paid get go to my bookie and get paid okay you, yo if you just if you just listen to joe's my bookie picks i mean you could be in the money right now let's be honest he hit another one the kid's on fire the kid he's almost 40 um <laughs> uh so 35 uh, our, our last episode episode 100 the tri- the first triple digit episode didn't upload to youtube why i have no idea uh, it's done it before. I don't know. It just gets lost. And, when and I go it'll to, do it again. It, it, yeah, when I go to publish an episode, I just hit publish. And it's just I, all I do is hit one button. I don't do everything manually. So uh, mm. I don't know what happened. But if that ever does happen, um, the first option, if you, if you watch on PC, I mean, we're ubiquitous. So 
if you watch on PC, you can go almost anywhere on PC. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Huh? What? Do what? We're what? <laughs> We're ubiquitous, Joe. Ubiquitous. Oh. We're everywhere. Oh, here we go with the $10 freaking <laughs> words. Here we go. Again. Do you read the dictionary again? No. Unbelievable. I... <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Now listen. Oh, boy. Uh, so go to uh, – if, if you're on PC – the second, if you're listening on YouTube or watch, or li- yeah, listen on YouTube, um, your second choice, if it's not there, is just to go to armchairallamericans.com. All of our stuff's archived on there, and it always it's always manually uploaded there uh, by arm by the guys at Armchair. So we thank them for that. That's your backup. Um, and by the way, we didn't think we were going to make it here today, but the podcast Cuse Motion Podcast turns two today. So happy birthday to the Cuse Motion Podcast. That's pretty awesome. Um, anything yeah, else, Joe? Yeah. No, 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 it's right. No, we're good, nope. right? Mm-hmm. All right, the one-minute recap is brought to you by uh, J.P. Mulligans. Uh, happy hour every Monday through Friday, 4 to 6. Trivia Tuesdays, every NFL game, every Sunday. And, of course, they play every Syracuse game. Go there, hang with other Cuse fans. Stool wings. up, g- grab some wings, grab a frosty <laughs> beverage. Grab a, I mean, grab a burger. The burgers are good, too. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, if Nick's working behind the bar, you know the deal. You tell him why you're there. And why you're there is uh, to grab some Cuse Militia swag. To watch the game. Yeah. And watch oh, the game. Oh, oh. Right, right, right. right, yeah, right that right, too, yeah. Right. Uh, the Orange improved to 4-2, and two, dropping <laughs> Ohio State in their band of refs. Uh, I think this is a huge <laughs> win on the road for Syracuse, taking out a number 16 Ohio State. Uh, Frank Howard, he wasn't super flashy, finishing with eight points, but his presence was obvious, again, as Tyus was able to do his thing, leading the team with 20 points. He shot 60% from the floor, and again, huge. He, he just continues to put in good minutes for this team. And um, he followed up Tyus with 18 points. He shot 44.4% from distance. Uh, Brissett got into foul trouble early. He had to sit for a big chunk of the first half, but he was able to come and finish the second half out. He did finish with 14 points. He did his thing. Uh, OSU came into this game shooting 50% field goals, but the Q's zone held them to just 32.6. They also came in hot shooting 39% from behind the arc, and the Orange miraculously were able to hold them to just 6 for 22. That's 27.3%. Now, the one thing I noticed, the one thing I'm so big on Hughes, did you – if – if Syracuse can get good ball movement on offense, Hughes finds a way to get open. And when Hughes finds a way to get open, Hughes can be dangerous. I mean, yeah. he got a good no, he got a bunch he's of our best jump shooter. Oh yeah. He is. You're right. You're absolutely he's right. He's our best jump shooter when yeah. he's open. Uh I mean we have other guys that are capable of making shots, but Hughes, to me, um, he he isn't afraid to to shoot the mid range jumper for just two points or, you know, obviously three-pointer he's been our best three-point shooter so far um in the beginning of the year so yeah i have nothing really bad to say about elijah hughes without a doubt no, and he's one of only a few that stayed out of foul trouble last night so yeah that's true well i wouldn't fault I don't know anybody how controlled for... that was but <laughs> i wouldn't fault anybody for being in foul trouble during that game but well, everybody uh, was y- yeah on our team yeah i know it syracuse entered that game um, shooting just 23.3% from distance, and they shot 45.8% last night. I thought that was awesome. Uh, Sidibe and Chukwu, on the road too. Now, I stress this on the road thing, but that first of all, that's huge. Yeah. It, it is, man, because that place was getting raucous, especially when they cut that lead. They cut that big lead from like 10 to 6, 
something yeah. like that. And mm-hmm. I mean, that place got loud, and they were just shut right up. I think it was. Was it Brissette? I can't remember. Um, I shouldn't even brought it up. But someone shut him up. And, um, you know, we mentioned (laughs) last episode, doesn't matter, right? We mentioned last episode about how, well, I did, I mentioned how I was, you know, the inside. I mean, with Chukru Sidibi, I just get so nervous with them guys sometimes. They get pushed around so easy. And between the two of them last night, there was only one shot put up. And Chukru still hasn't, he hasn't dunked the ball. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're seven foot two. Obvious. You haven't dunked the ball yet this year. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand that. I mean, one. we've talked about it. We've been trying. You know, they've been trying to figure it out. Frank Howard's back, and I think that finally we saw that, and we saw what difference it's going to make. Uh, and you saw huge differences, actually, offensively and defensively. Um, to go and look at the stats, I mean, we shot really, really well, but I think. We have to kind of talk a lot about like our defense. Um, I think the fouls in the beginning with Brissett was unfortunate, and it stinks to be able to lose one of your better your better players for a, pretty much three quarters of, of a half just because uh, yeah. a ref is out there, you know, kind of trying to set the pace and yeah. kind of let people know what they're going to call for fouls and stuff. But it was on the same guy, and a lot of them were kind of. Uh, well, one, he was going for the but two guys were diving on the floor for the ball and they called the foul on Brissett for the third one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was tough. And and again, too, um, a lot of times when we play uh, teams that we might not be and I say we like the coaching staff might not be um, kind of privy to what they do on offense and kind of stuff like that, like. Uh, sometimes it takes it takes time to kind of adjust your defense in the two three zone to what they're doing, and I thought that um, that we really did a good job with that. And again, too, last night I think um, and I think Dolce uh, touched on this and uh, the player interviews, but we don't win a game like last night with the team we had last year. Um, last night you saw the depth, right? Yeah, and you saw kind of how we we kind of broke through that. Remember last year? Last year we were we had to win the free throw percentage, we had to uh-huh. win the turnover battle, we had to win the rebounds, just to to win games. And last night, when you look at it, uh, we lost the turnover battle, thirteen to eleven. Uh, we lost the rebounds, thirty-one to twenty-nine, and throws, we had twenty-eight personal fouls called on us to their seventeen. Um, we did go 17 and 19 from the free throw line, but they went 26 to 35. They yeah. shot 35 free throws like Jim Beheim <laughs> let us know in the beginning of uh yeah that's his of the podcast subtle yeah. way of so, saying BS on that one. Right, but we held them to 32.6 percent shooting and 27 percent from the three point, which is way under their average. And again, um, you don't want to sit there and say that they you know they just got it, and you know you don't want to give it all to like Frank Howard, but it's ironic that Frank Howard comes back and kind of puts those minutes in and, and starts and you see these numbers like this. So again, um, you're just kind of looking at it. I think, uh, the growth and kind of the development of a team that is, um, destined to be better than last year, last year, we know how tough that season was and we, it was great the way that it ended, but even those tournament games, we, our offense wasn't great and we had to grind them out. And like we said, win the turnover battle, win the free throws and, uh, the rebounds and, like just last night, like you said, on the road too against a team that, you know, according to I know it's early, but that net <laughs> ranking, yeah, they, they were, were number the number one. one, you know. So again, we don't know how good the team's going to be. They were preseason ranked to pick tenth uh, to finish tenth in the the Big Ten, but again, um, 
it's just it was really really good to see us come back from you know the fouls early and then the fouls throughout the game. I mean, we won by ten, and you see the discrepancy in free throws and stuff like that. I mean, that could have been a lot worse. Oh yeah, it so, could have been terrible. Right, um, you know, and they they came out and they were beating us seventeen to eight. Oh, so I mean, even yeah. So we started scoring or uh, slow too as well. So yeah. Uh, overall, I, I just I, I like the way that we just kept our heads in it and and we just showed our depth and. Um, our defense was actually just really, really good at some point, like especially in the second half when we made that comeback and then held that lead. They felt, it was just, it was good to see uh, our team looking kind of like they're back together. Especially, you know, actually both sides of the ball overall. It was just a yeah, great absolutely. win. Everything improved. Yeah, it was the best full team effort of this year so far. And you could almost say with Frank finally in there that they're they're really just starting to. To work, you know, this with, especially with the younger guys, having Frank in there. I mean, he was sidelined for eight weeks, so yeah. you're just starting to really get that chemistry to work, and you can only expect that it's going to improve. And you know, they took a beating in New York City, but I don't think those games, especially the UConn one, go down like that if they have Frank Howard in there. Um, there was a lot yeah. of buzz around the slow start uh, of this game in like some of this year, but they. I don't even understand. Like, th- th- there's nothing new about that. They they always start slow. They always start yeah. slow. I, they've never come out on fire. I can't remember the last time they came out on fire. Can you? I mean, a game here, a game there, and sometimes but, we don't yeah, have as well. as uh, difficult schedule as early in the uh, non conference. So, right. um, no, I just like I said. I mean, it's Syracuse basketball, and I, exactly. most of the time, especially. In the beginning of games, let alone the beginning of seasons, I mean it's the same thing. But it's he's still trying to. It's a feel out period, you know. And that's just kind of what he's doing. You saw the people that played and the people that didn't play last night compared to, you know, the other nights when Frank Howard wasn't there. So I think you're kind of starting to get the rotation and the minutes might fluctuate, obviously depending on fouls and and you know how they play other lineups, stuff like that. But, I mean, like we talked about before, it's kind of looking more and more like Braswell and Buddy Beheim are going to be kind of closer to the to the redshirt side of things. But uh, even without even without them, I mean, the depth that we have is usually what Beheim kind of goes through. You know, we don't usually know go more than eight deep. So um, I think we kind of see that. Now it's just getting the roles in and just, you know, like you said, playing together. And after everything that happened in New York and everything, I just think that it was a really, really good thing to see them go down or go over to Ohio State, play against a team, ranked team, and and on the road just play pretty, pretty good even when we did get kind of beat in some categories. Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. Well, that's a huge statement too, Joe, like you mentioned. But I'm not even going to lie. I was really nervous about this game. Most, oh, yeah. Mostly because it was on the road. And like I said, I didn't think it was a must win, but a three three losses away from the Dome in non-conference is, I mean, that puts you behind a little bit, especially if you can't, you know. No, they're better than losing at home in non-conference. <clears throat> oh, absolutely, but it just makes you more nervous away. I'm not trying that. I'm not trying to make excuses. Right. I'm just, no, I understand. No. The more losses you get in non-conference – uh, it's it's just the less leeway yeah. you have in conference exactly. play, and then right. that puts the pressure on you going into the the, the conference tournament and stuff. So yeah, I mean, right. I, I see where you're going with that. So, <laughs> um, uh, Syracuse moves to three and three all time in the ACC Big Ten Challenge, and the Buckeye hold the uh, series advantage at five to three all time. Uh, Joe, 
final thought here before we uh, go into fan feedback. Or you can just piggyback off of fan feedback. Yeah, no, I'm good. I pretty much got out what I needed to get out, man. Great win. It's time to hear from you. The loud mouths from the loud house. The best damn college sports fans in the nation. All right, fan feedback from the Ohio State game is brought to us by Shopping Town Mall Barbershop. Open Tuesday to Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.45 and Saturday, 7 a.m. to 2. $15 cuts with six full-time barbers. Family-friendly, old-school atmosphere. TVs for your viewing pleasure while you sit there and get, get tightened up a little bit. The only real game in town. Go in, see Joe, and grab uh, the hey. They got stickers in there, too. So you can grab one of those on your way out. What? Um, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Obviously. So, um, <clears throat> all right. Well, let's do this. Let's let's go. Let's go. I did two polls. They weren't totally serious, but I did them anyway. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I said, well. uh, you, I, I put up a poll to vote for the um, ACC Coach of the Year the other day. That was a 24-hour poll and 172 votes off of Twitter and 100 on Facebook. And the choices were Dino Babers, Dino Babers, Dino Babers, and Dino Babers. And wouldn't you know it, Dino Babers by landslide. Dino Babers number one, which shows you how lazy everybody is. 72% just going for the top Dino Babers. I'm a little disappointed in that. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. That's where I went to. Oh, you did? You voted? Well, thank you, buddy. Well, that's nice. Of course. Um, and then who's worse? This was last night. I did a one hour poll. This is how frustrated everybody was. A one hour poll got 297 votes. Who's worse? (laughs) Broadcasters or referees, which were both horrible. Yeah. They were both awful. Like, you know, like someone said. I don't know what was going on, man. It was like a full moon or something. I don't know. I mean, dude, once they started talking about Bob Knight's, uh, 30 for 30 and, Dockage was talking about how he didn't want to participate and talk about some of the things that he, you know, the stories and stuff. Um, I feel like it's brought up something. I don't know what was going on, but after that, he was just talking about crazy stuff. It was I don't weird, know what was right? going on. It was, it was kind of weird, yeah. Yeah. I so, remember at one point he said something like, oh, I was almost going to say something, but I would have gotten in real big trouble. And it's like, hey, he was just saying weird so stuff. So why are you saying it? Yeah, don't, yeah. don't bring that up. What it, are you doing? Quit being I don't know. a tool. Uh, it was it, weird, man. Anyway, definitely I, a better it, coach than a broadcaster. Yeah, obviously. Um, well, maybe not obviously because he doesn't have a job as a coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he chose to broadcast. But um, out of 297 votes, uh, the referees won out 69% to 31%. Of course, so, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. And we've got some fan feedback on that. Um, the iTunes giveaway. Now, we, um, every one of these post-game episodes, we choose somebody in the fan feedback segment. If you go to iTunes and you leave a five-star review and our five-star rating and a written review and we read it on the show, uh, you email us at qsmilitia at gmail.com and uh, give us your address and I'll send you a QS crate full of uh, awesome stuff. Now, if you listen to the show and you don't like it, I don't want you to lie. I mean, but maybe why are you listening? That's my thing. You know, so um, go there, give us a five star review and uh, rating and a written review. And uh, if I read it, you'll get on. So this week, first of all, Matt Hodgson, Hodgson 
has not gotten back. He was called on last week. So, Matt, if you're listening, at Q's Militia, I called on you last week after the Boston College game. So, uh, Brianne says, five stars, best out there. I've been searching and, and wanting a great Q's podcast, and immediately these guys sold it. Love this podcast, and my search has ended. Well, Brianne, thank you. No. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, yes, search no longer. Okay, you found it, and thank you. So go to iTunes, get those done. All right, these are in no specific order, but let's do this. Uh, at FreeBeer77, uh, let's see. From uh, This is on Twitter. I'm definitely a negative Nancy who yells at the TV too much and needs to listen to his wife and chill out because they're winning. Relax. I never relax. Basketball season is so bad for the heart. Huge road win come selection time. Refs were ridiculous. Oh, yep, pretty much. Concur? I mean, I get it, yeah. It's funny. It's they, Dude, cardiac cues, man. I know. There was between, a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah, between having to go outside and shovel and take care of your ice and snow and Syracuse basketball, I'm not, I mean, I'm not surprised if Syracuse isn't the heart attack capital of the world. <laughs> I know, right? Someone, someone's getting a heart attack every year shoveling <laughs> snow alone. Um, our boy Gio. Huge W. Shots fell smoothly. Elijah, Elijah Hughes is very good, all caps. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing everything come into fruition with Frank in, which lets Tyus shine shooting guard and allows O'Shea to get inside. Really solid defense tonight. Mark played impressively well. Ranked Monday, question mark. Win over Cornell. Um, well, let's take this. Let's take the defense. We mentioned the defense last episode. And I think I said yeah, I wasn't real impressed with it. Last night was better. I want to see more. Okay, I thought it was good, but I think it can be better. But the length it was good. The length, the length though, you could see the the difference last night. They were getting all dude. Over. They got twenty six points off free throws. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Take that away. We, they have thirty six. So that's yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, Geo, they probably should be ranked to answer your question. Yeah, they. I, I would say they not should, high, but they should right, be in. low twenties. Or wait, how would you say that? Right out. Yeah, between 20 and 25, right? Is that fair? That's fair. If not, one of the last ones receiving votes, I can see. It all depends on who lost in front of him. Um, Mark. He mentions Mark. We didn't mention Mark. Yeah, he hit two threes last night. Yeah. Confidence. Mm-hmm. We mentioned last episode. I think I love I love how we can ping pong off the last episode so much. Um, yeah. Uh, he showed confidence, man. He he stared it down, and he took two threes, and he made two threes, right? He took he, yeah. He made the only two he took, yeah. So um, really good. I want to see more of that from Mark. He must listen. He must listen. Mike, <laughs> horrible officiating, terrible announcers, and thank God for Frank Howard. Also, Bayheim is the king of second half adjustments. Uh, yeah, they said. Well, we got Brissett back in the second half too, which was which helped yeah. a little bit. But um, again, I think I. I give kudos to that coach, um, Holtman. Uh, in the beginning of the game, he had a pretty good game plan, um, but it kind of, you saw at some point, Syracuse, uh, Beheim, they made the adjustments on the defense, and he just didn't make the adjustments on offense, or they just, you know, just, I mean, they didn't make too many shots in the second half. They were didn't make a lot of threes either, you know, so. Yeah, six for 22, and that's not what mm. they're used to, so, you know. Right. Um, and they're awesome from the floor before this, but th- Syracuse was their stiffest competition so far. We listed who they've played against, and I think probably Creighton, and we don't really Creighton know yet. Creighton and Cincinnati. Yeah, Creighton and Cincinnati were their two biggest um, 
um, you know, their, their most competition. Um, Steve on Facebook says, Hughes showed that he can shoot, hopefully with some consistency going forward. Battle still not playing well, although he had a couple big shots towards the end. The refs almost changed the game on Battle's shot, saying he pushed off when he clearly did not. A four-point swing. Carey still had a ton, has a ton to grow to in uh, mentally. Overall, we look much better than the last two games. When this team starts clicking, we'll be on the top, and nobody will want to play us. Um, let's see. Yeah, there was a couple instances with the ref. I remember the push-off one. That was not a push-off. Joe, you texted me right after that. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was not a push-off. Um, no, and, no, yeah, they don't. You, it's got to be full extension. That yeah, was, he he just I'm lifted sorry. his he just lifted his shoulder up a little bit, and then there was yeah. the one they called uh, they called a blocking foul foul when the dude straight turned in and barreled over. Who was it? The shoulder. He laid his shoulder into him. Oh, God, I don't even remember. But I mean, he straight turned and laid his shoulder into him, and he got called for a block. I mean, that was freaking awful. It really was. It was terrible. Yeah, uh, it was Coach, bad. Coach Gravelding says, way to come back from a poor start. OSU flops are unreal. Academy Award yep. stuff there. Yeah, they, there was a couple of them. You telling me Mark took down that big dude there? What's his name? No, oh, yeah. big Kevin center Weston, there? No, yeah, no. I mean. That flop. I mean, geez, when oh, I think bro. O'Shea's second one where they said that he pushed off when he was trying to post up on a guard in a mismatch. Like you said, the block. Um, Tyus Battles. I mean, there was a lot of them where there was a lot know, on the was, floor. How about the one where uh, they called every one of them too? They called everybody. How how about the one where they um, Ohio State was shooting a three? They got the three and they got the defensive foul uh, on uh, the blocking for the pick that was being set. Right. I mean, nah. a f- yeah, jeez, I was hey, they beside got, myself they got away after with that. The yeah, there was a close one by us too, but I no, mean, that was goaltend. Right, but I mean, come on. Yeah, um, like I said, they they shot twenty. They had twenty six points from the free throw line, man. I mean, thirty five free throws to our nineteen, twenty eight fouls to their seventeen. I mean, come on. Yeah, awful. And a lot of it was a lot of it were fifty fifty balls on the ground too. So, um, right. It was a good uh, Lester on Facebook. It was a good game. Wasn't too optimistic before it started. I am ready to see the orange team that is not so isolation centric. It always seems like it's Syracuse battles or Syracuse Brissettes or Syracuse whoever, and never the Syracuse orange. Not sure if it's scheme or lack of chemistry, but you don't see the nice passes in the lane, the alley-oops, the getting each other pumped up. Way too much one-on-one play. I think, well, I'll, I'll say this. I thought they did okay last night. Yeah, they did better. For the first time. They did better, right. Um, like I said, I noticed them moving the ball a lot and getting inside and kicking it back out to Hughes a couple times. They were really pretty. And Howard d- did some of that last game, too, against, um, who was it, Colgate or whatever? Yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah. Well, that's I, the difference, I think. Yeah, but. We talked about it. You finally have a floor general out there that knows how to kind of get the offense going, you know. And a lot of times when it comes down to it, too, with Bayheim. When you recruit for a 2-3 zone, sometimes you get guys in there that start in. They aren't really the greatest offensively because he's more worried about making it hard on defense. You know, If you can win scoring low 60s because your defense is good, then you don't need to recruit superstar offensive players. And that's kind of sometimes how that happens. You saw last year where it was a lot of one-on-one because we only had three guys really that could score with 
Merrick and our centers that really couldn't. And then when Merrick started getting confidence, that's when we actually started getting better. We made that run in the tournament. Yeah. So obviously when you don't have guys that pretty much defenses don't even have to worry about, like right now, Chukwu and Sidibe, when those guys are in there, the other teams really don't even have to worry about it. So they know they the more, foul trouble the more right. And the more talent you have on the floor, bringing in Elijah Hughes and some of these other guys. And now Merrick having some of the confidence and people are kind of worried about him a little bit when he's in there in center you don't really have a guy out there where teams aren't worried about them scoring. You know, you got five guys out there right. that can score. So yeah, it's going to get better. It's it, going to get gonna better. Get Last better. year was a lot of one-on-one because of the personnel and the lack of depth. And that's really all I can say. And this year, it's not going to be like that. Right. And I, I do agree with some of this. I just think it's going to get better. I think it did get better last night, but I see where he's coming from. Absolutely. Oh, I um, do. But without Frank Howard, it's hard to make a, yeah, you know. uh, right. No, absolutely. Sure. I mean, we got our dude, we got our asses handed to us kind of by UConn. I mean, let's be honest, you know. So, you got in Oregon. Yeah, well, Oregon was, you know, they're ranked Oregon's in the nation. Chip. Yeah. Um George says on Facebook, we beat the Buckeyes and the refs. That's right, George. Uh Robert, guess having our point guard back makes a big difference. That is from Robert. <laughs> if I didn't mention it. Yeah. Good job, Robert. Great uh, observation. <laughs> Jake says uh, big ten refs, I take it. Uh, Kerry clutch at the line, big big time road win. Yeah, Kerry did hit. He hit four in a row down the stretch mm-hmm. there that we really needed. There was a Tyus battle three, and there was a also a Tyus battle layup that really put it away. Oh yeah, that lefty that lefty layup that yeah. was it was pretty. Yeah, and that's what that's what. <laughs> I don't really, know how he made it. I don't pretty. know either. He was kind of like not even really a layup either. It was kind of All awkward. Right. But the back rim straight up and in. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Um, Jalen Carey's going to be a good player. He's just got to figure it out mentally. You know, you get the freshman. You got to. He's quiet. Freshman woes. You figure it out. You know. Yeah. You got to get, get everything when you go up a level. The speed changes. The size. Uh, the physicality. The strength. Everything. He's pressure. Learning. Yeah, he's learning. He's a he's he's a good he's off the bench kid. Completely fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Uh, Herb says we still don't have that chemistry on this team. Well, like I said, I I think it's getting better. We got to look at it like this. And I said it earlier. But I'll say it again. This is kind of our second game, in a way, with with Frank Howard. So, and right. you saw the progression from Colgate, which was kind of a clumsy game, a little bit in a sense, to going on the road and playing Ohio State, big improvement. I mean, that's all you can ask for, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, in other sports, sometimes one or two losses here with a guy that's injured, like a dungy, and for football, like, that could hurt your whole season. As far as basketball is concerned, you have so many games, yeah. and you have the conference tournament at the end. So sometimes when you have those guys that are out, um, you just have to kind of do the best that you can, not get bad losses, and just kind of figure it out. And it's just was. It kind of sucked that it was the beginning of the season with him, you know, but now that we know that he's good to go, then like you said, you don't want to, it's not like you, you can't discount the first couple games, but you can definitely throw a little asterisk in there and say without Frank Howard. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly my point. Exactly. Uh, One more Syracuse sports in the South. Our defense came back around and we shot. Well, we showed a lot of hustle. Proud of this team to battle against number sixteen and the officials. Ever see every see the vibe everybody's got. Everybody saw it. I mean, it was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, uh, was, Frank, well, the numbers will tell you. But. Yeah, Frank is back. Still not a hundred percent. New Q's team. Yeah, it's just kind of uh, what we were just talking about. It's yep. go- and and, and um, it's going to only get better. All right, Joe. Syracuse returns home. 
to face Cornell uh, December 1st at 8 p.m. this Saturday. Um, let's see. Uh, point, uh, Cornell is averaging 72 points a game. Seems kind of high, right? Uh, field goal percentage is at 44%. So they're shooting decent. And their three points, three point percentage is at 30. So not horrible. Uh, they got wins over Binghamton, SUNY Canton. Uh, they've got wins at SUNY Canton. <laughs> it was at Binghamton, by the way, SUNY Canton, and at New Jersey Institute of Technology, and at Lafayette. They got losses against Colgate, Delaware, and one at UConn. So, I mean, I don't know, Joe. Sitting at no, four I mean, and three, I, understand I don't the know. Bingham- I understand the Binghamton one because that's a tough place to play. The Broome County Arena? <laughs> <laughs> Is that where it is? is that where I have play? no idea. I know the Broome County Arena. I used to go to concerts there. Um, oh, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I think it's a I think it's a hockey rink actually. Broome County Arena. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? The Binghamton River Rats or is that Albany? Albany River Rats. I don't know. Yeah, Albany River Rats. Yeah, yeah, tough place to play yeah. though. Place gets rowdy. Uh, Bingham- <laughs> <laughs> Those- well, what do you got, oh, Joe? Man. Are you going to just clown? Are you going to clown Cornell? No, no. I mean, what's, ac- what's Jimmy Beheim doing? It's a institution. He's, he's, Jimmy Beheim scoring what, like 11 points a game? 12-something points a game, yeah. Okay, all right. He's doing all right. I mean, the main guy you got to worry. I mean, you've just brushed through that um, stalwart of a schedule that they've gone through. But <laughs> the biggest uh, guy that we got to worry about really is Matt Morgan on the team. Um, he's shooting about 56, 57% from field goal. And he averages almost 24 points a game. Um, also leads the team in rebounds with almost seven points per game as well. He's carrying so, that team then because buddy, our buddy Jimmy's, he's a second leading scorer on that team. Yeah. I think there's only two guys that average double digits and, uh, looking at the schedule, which you were talking about, um, we've played, uh, two like opponents, Earlier in the season, they lost to Colgate by 16, and uh, just a couple weeks ago, they lost to UConn by 17, which seems like they probably played them pretty good. Yeah, but in the UConn game, um, Matt Morgan scored 26 points, shot 11 of 15 from field goal. So he's definitely a legit scorer, legit player, um, but some it's just one of these games where you know we just have to – we can't lose it, obviously. So, um, I don't think Cornell poses really that big of a threat. At least they don't—they're not as good as Colgate, and um, it might be one probably—I don't want to say the worst team, the easiest team that we probably have played since for the whole season. So, um, but you know, you always have—you have the Bayheim thing, you know. You have yeah, three Bayheims on one court. You got the whole yeah. family thing, so obviously you got that going and. Um, that, I mean, that's always kind of cool to see and watch, you know. Um, but yeah, we got to watch it for the first time last year, right? Yeah. Well, last year it was Beheim coaching against him, but right. now he's, we actually he could talked- possibly he could actually play against his brother. Yeah, we actually right. talked about this. Yeah. So um, I don't know if Buddy's going to get any minutes or if there's anything going on with you know if he's going to redshirt and if he can't play anymore. You know, I don't know any of that, but um, yeah, just to have that out there, you know, and to know that at least maybe not this year, but next year. You could have Buddy going against Jimmy. <laughs> so yeah, and Jimmy will be, be a junior, right? And Buddy will yep. be a sophomore. 
Yeah. Or if he redshirts a redshirt freshman, but right. Either I, way. I don't think that's happening, but I know you keep saying that, but I would that would be a great call. Like I think he should, but as far as I heard, it's not happening. Well not to we say can it can't. It. Not to say it can't. I'm just saying. You know. No, I mean I've said it from the beginning. I just yeah. think just based upon the way that Jim Beheim's basically always um just his well, his character and the way that he always is, has presented himself. Number one, he's never came across a guy where he's going to give somebody the upper hand just because he's their son. You know, he's got right. a job to do. He's a professional. Yeah. So, sure. you know, I mean, that's just not going to happen. And, and again, two, we know that he really doesn't go that deep. We play zone, uh, so we don't usually go past eight. And right now, he's not in the top eight. Well, you got to look at these conference games that are going to get super, you know, competitive. And, you know, I remember a time where we were had to throw walk-ins on the court. What was it? Uh, remember last year? They transferred. Yeah. But but he played, what was his name? Brandon? What the heck was his name? Gosh. Bayer? Brandon yeah, Bayer? Yeah, Brandon Bayer. Yeah, yeah, they had to throw him a couple times, throw him in a couple times during Pretty sure. You, didn't March. he play in the tournament? Yeah, in the tournament. Yeah. 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 So, but, I mean, that's how thin we were last year. So, I mean, I get it. But, you know, I know, I understand, but it, I that know, that, that, but you don't have yeah. to do that this year if you keep some of these kids, you know? Well, no, I know, but I'm saying we got everybody back, and then on top of that... And we also got he, foul trouble. Elijah Hughes and Carey, and we got in foul trouble, and he still didn't play. Three guys, I mean, That's three true. guys fouled out, and he still didn't play. That's true. So, I mean, I think, I mean, the writing's on the wall as far as that's concerned. I think that he got every opportunity in the first couple games to kind of see what's up, and like I said, it's... It's no slight on him. It's not, you know, he's a true freshman. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's Sometimes just, you come in and yeah. you're just not ready for the speed or the physicality or whatever of the game, and you need a year. You know, sometimes it takes sure. four or five years before somebody makes the NBA. So it's no slight against him. It's just, I mean, we have a super talented team this year with everybody coming back. Yep. Um, all right. Well, was that it? Any final thoughts? If I don't ask, then uh, I feel bad. Well, I wish that there was a line out there, but I, like I told yeah, you again, not. usually they wait till the next day. So, yeah, yeah look, I'd like to give the give some people an option to go maybe make some money. You know, well, you know, the my bookie picks just gonna have to wait. It's a little sketchy until we we hit um, conference play too. They all, they're well, only I'll they're make only my up own to mark then twenty, and you're, I'm picking Syracuse minus twenty. And we win by twenty plus. You're, okay, you're giving you're giving uh, Cornell twenty. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right, That's fine. His- Joe's my bookie pick. Brought to you by my, my bookie. Log on to my bookie <laughs> right now and use the promo code Q's twenty five and get fifty percent bonus deposited into your account. That's promo code Q's twenty five. You play, you win, you get paid. Whoop, whoop. There you go. They got the my bookie <laughs> plug in and everything. Um, so yeah, it's time for everybody else's plugs. Thank you guys for listening the most. We appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Um, and You're welcome, thanks man. for You're everybody welcome. coming. I'm not talking to you. Thanks for no. everybody for the feedback. It went off last night. I imagine everybody was excited, but I love yep. that kind of feedback. I love when I'm like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to choose 10 of these? Um, yeah. So thank you very much for that. Uh, obviously, thank my bookie. Thank Armchair All-Americans, James on Guitar, JP Mulligans, and Shopping Town Barbershop. All right. That's it for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. This has been the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Q's Militia.
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.